When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Arriving every month. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. From behind the stumps to behind the mic, nothing gets past Smithy. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on SENZ. Well, yes, it's uh, it's undeniable the New Zealand Breakers had a season to forget in the Australian NBL, but as some Kiwis return home to play in the NZ NBL, others uh, remain in, with their Australian side sprinkled around in the hunt for an ANBL title. Uh, the semi-finals got underway last night with uh, Melbourne United taking on the newcomers. One of the stories of the competition, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Uh, they won Melbourne uh, quite convincingly, 74-63 to take game, game one of their best of three series. And tonight, it is the Sydney Kings against the Illawarra Hawks. Now, joining us here on SENZ in the mornings now uh, is the host, uh, of the co-host of the basketball show, um, Joe Healy, good morning to you, Joe. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Great to be with you. Yeah, and you co-host that show with Shane the Hammer Heel. We've had him on uh, previously. Good man. He is. He's a great man. He's um, he's good to work with. I was only telling somebody the other day that I feel like um, I'm almost like the work wife, so he can absolutely stick it to me so that he leaves Jen and Pete at home. Um, <laughs> So when we're working, he's always uh, laying into me about something. But he's uh, he is great to work with, and to be honest, his knowledge I sit there in awe sometimes and just sponge everything he has to say. So it's a great experience, that's for sure. Hey, hey Joe, uh, interesting developments uh, in the ANBL, and before we get to semi-final uh, playoff action, uh, the ANBL uh, announced yesterday they're looking to introduce a, like a play-in tournament from next season, perhaps uh, a little bit like we've seen in the NBA. Uh, do you think that'll add anything to the league in the latter stages of the schedule? I really like this. Um, we've seen with the NBA, because it is only, uh, well, with the NBA, it's, it's a couple of games. But it's, it's almost like that international format, and it's really cutthroat, and I think it keeps things particularly interesting for, for other teams and keeps them engaged right to the end of, of the, the season. So I, I love it from that point of view. It means that another fan base can still be involved, sort of rooting for their team to make the finals. We don't know the exact format um, yet, whether it will be exactly like the, the NBA and it will include four teams in a bracket or whether it will just be perhaps like a four and five playoff or something. Um, so that that's still TBC. Um, but yeah, why not? You've seen the success of it overseas um, and, and the NBL are super progressive and always trying to change things up and keep things uh, exciting. So yeah, I think it's great. I haven't even got this um, in my notes, but I've got to ask you this. Uh, I mean, as a, as a basketball fan, an absolute 
uh, follower of the game. What a fastest Ben Simmons season has been. I mean, goodness me. Uh, I mean, uh, they were hanging out for him to, to maybe take a part for, for the Nets now in one of those four games. They, they got blitzed, of course, but not even then. He kept teasing us then. It's it's a really funny situation, isn't it? Um, I think at the end of the day, he's he's not a bad character. I think that perhaps he's just been advised, uh, not necessarily incorrectly, but I think he's got lots of people coming at him from different angles, and it, it seems like he's trying to protect himself from more criticism by, by not playing for the rest of the season. But um, the fact that then once they were once they were swept and then he had a meeting with, with the organisation and what was said in that meeting was then leaked in the press. It just seems like it's an absolute shambles, as you say. So hopefully he can sort of take a step back now, go through the off-season, keep to himself and, and just work at his craft because that's, we want to see him out there, obviously. We know how talented mm. he is, but... He's um he's clearly really struggled and and there there is part of me that feels really sorry for him, um so yeah just just hopefully he can he can get back even to somewhat part of of his best basketball um I think that would even be a success at this point. Okay, let's uh, focus in on uh, what we saw last night and the playoffs, Joe. If we can, we're so used to seeing the Perth Wildcats uh, in the ANBL, and uh, it, it, we find it a bit strange not to have them this season. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, don't know how I feel about that either. There's, there's part of you that's like, yes, thank goodness, the streak is over. It's somebody else's turn. And then the other part of you is like, oh, my gosh, even that was such a fairy tale. It's such a shame not to see them there. Um, but for the for the Jack Jumpers, I mean, talk about fairy tales. I feel like they've, mm. they've really captured the the hearts of the entire country, let alone the, the Tassie public this season. They're almost everyone's second favourite team. So... It was um, it was pretty exciting to see to see them get through to the finals, to see what it meant to them, the emotion and of, of the coaching staff, of the players. Um, so yeah, love love the fact that they made it through to the four. And then the game last night was it was competitive. First half was really good. Melbourne obviously just too experienced, I think, in the end, in front of their home crowd to put their foot down in that third quarter, particularly. Um, it'll be a different story, I think, uh, at Tassie's home ground on Saturday. So tomorrow, tomorrow evening, um, I feel like Melbourne will get it, but I think it'll be a lot closer encounter. Well, we know Dean Vickerman pretty well in this part of the world, of course, with his association here. Uh, he's uh, coaching Melbourne, of course, and uh, he identified uh, Canadian import Mikhail McIntosh as someone they just had to shut down last night. So tactically, did they get it right, Melbourne? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. They're, they're backcourt defence. The likes of it as Shaggy Lee, Matthew Delvadova, those guys, you know, Baba coming off coming off the bench. Um, we know how strong they are. And then with someone like McIntosh, who's he obviously plays sort of what the the three four position. Um, he's he's a spark, but he has been inconsistent throughout the season. And I think they they did they put enough pressure on um, him particularly. Um, like I said, it was it, it almost went the script. The imports for for Tassie did well. Um, the imports. Uh, like Kayla Wagata had a game for Melbourne United. But from United's point of view, what really shone through, I think, for me was, was their depth. It was really spread uh, across the floor. And somebody like Chris Golding, I think he dropped nine points. Just imagine how lethal they could be when he gets going. So, um, yeah, I, I think they they were in sort of not quite first gear, but they've still got a lot more uh, to give United. Let's uh, look at uh, what uh, we can look forward to tonight then with the Sydney Kings and uh, Illawarra. 
the Kings have been pretty hot uh, in terms of their lead up into this part of the competition. So uh, can uh, Brian Gorgian and the uh, Hawks tame them? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> these, these teams have been have been separated by five, eight, and two points every time they've met this season. And there's, there's always beef. There was a bit of a, an argument and kerfuffle after the game the other day, which decided home court advantage for the semi-final series. The ownership have, have had beef throughout the, the season. Um, Paul Smith and Dory Kadahi. And so there's just so much tension and energy when these two teams meet. So um, it, it's going to be really, really exciting. I honestly can't split them. Uh, I think they're a really good matchup. It, it, for me, it's just two fires and, and who comes to play on a certain day, um, which makes me think that probably the home crowd might be the difference in this series, just having that sixth man out there. So it starts this evening. We're heading down to, to Illawarra for the game later this afternoon. Um, but, yeah, should be should be really, really exciting. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of these teams uh, ends up taking the championship outright in the end. Joe, if we uh, head across to the NBA, which is at an enthralling stage of its season now with these playoffs that are going on, uh, one or two have been uh, well and truly sorted in, in particular. Uh, Golden State Warriors uh, eliminating the Denver Nuggets yesterday, so they were, took that series 4-1. Uh, and it uh, looks like Steph Curry is back, uh, fully fit, of course. Clay Thompson is back. Um, Dremont uh, uh, Green is just uh, being the pest that he's always been. It's uh, it's like the Golden State Warriors of old, really. It is. They are looking very, very good. Uh, it's ominous for anyone else in the competition, especially someone like uh, the Phoenix Suns, who were sort of tipped to, to win the West, but without Devin Booker, um, although he is, I think, set to return in the next, few games. Um, yeah, the Warriors are looking good. That death lineup featuring Jordan Paul as well. Um, they're, they're hard to stop. And then they've obviously got some really exciting pieces on the bench coming in too. Um, but yeah, that, that, that series was, was good. Um, Nikola Jokic is always impressive to watch whether they're, they're winning or losing. So thoroughly enjoyed that. And then there have been a couple of other really good matchups um, across the board in terms of the playoffs as well. So it's been exciting so far. Uh, let's look at, at across to the east now, and uh, already uh, we're looking at the Celtics and the Bucks going head to head. Um, Giannis, uh, they look pretty pretty good, and uh, a lot of people are tipping them to go all the way this year. Um, but the Celtics, uh, I think this is probably a bit of a, a revival, a bit quicker than some people thought. Yeah, definitely. They've had a fantastic season. Um, credit to Amy Doker and the way that they've been able to handle themselves. Because if you think about Earlier in the season, there was, there was infighting and they weren't really clicking, but they managed to sort it out all behind closed doors, which, um, for, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to happen a lot these days. So um, I think they've been really impressive. Um, I, I also think Milwaukee will be probably too strong. Celtics looked great against the Nets, but they were they were in sort of capitulation uh, mode entirely. Um, so I think this will be a big step up for them. And Giannis and Chris Middleton and those guys... Will, will probably be too strong, I, I think. We've always uh, got a lot of interest wherever Stephen Adams has been plying his trade. Of course, uh, he's now at his third yeah. franchise in the Memphis Grizzlies, but uh, he's getting no court time in the series uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves for, for whatever reason. And uh, I, uh, There is, I think, a, a bit of an opinion over here that, that we might be seeing the last of Stephen Adams in the NBA. Is, is that what you're thinking? 
Um, it's probably not where I'd go to start with uh, because he, he really did have such a big impact for them throughout the season. I, I'm looking at it going, okay, maybe from a, a matchup point of view, he just doesn't necessarily fit this particular matchup and, and would be optimistic to say that maybe he'd have an impact against some of the other teams if they progress through. Um, but yeah, it, it's a hard one. I, I think you forget how young he is. He's only in his late 20s, isn't he? So he's still got plenty of time from that point of view. And, and, I, and I guess like you guys, you'd love to see him back out there again. So I'm, I'm last half full when it comes to, to Stephen Adams and, and hopefully he'll be used again. But he, he's got a really good connection with some of those guys on the floor. I remember watching him through the season. So hopefully he can um, get himself back out there. Well, you know what, there is a saying in, in basketball that you can't, you can't coach seven foot, and he's always got that as an asset, I suppose. But uh, with that form that he's had generally throughout the season, it would be hard to imagine you could just put a full stop on him, really. Oh, 100%, exactly. That's, that's why I think that there is still an opportunity there for him. Um, and who are, they, who are they playing if they advance? The Warriors. So there, there you go. Like he, he's probably got the experience to take on some of the Warriors' bigs. And again, they play small ball sometimes too, so maybe he'll be used intermittently. But uh, there is potential that he can still be, be a valuable asset for them. And, geez, they've been exciting to watch this year. So, uh, well, so yeah, hopefully yeah. Ho- hopefully he can keep it going. Well, he's had a hell of a history against Green in the past. I can promise you that. They don't uh, mm. particularly like each other, but... Anyway, uh, let's look at uh, what you've been up to personally, and you recently played in the Sydney Kings charity game alongside alongside Nick Kyrgios and Anthony Mundine, two of the most popular people that have ever played sport in Australia. Uh, that was good fun. Unfortunately, uh, um, Anthony Mundine wasn't able to play in the end, so it was missing oh. it was missing that little bit of a, a spark. But uh, Nick Kyrgios certainly made up for that. He um. He, he loved it. He loved his basketball. He was on an absolute high as well because the Celtics had just beat the Nets and he's a, he's a massive Boston fan. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, we were out there for, for the Starlight Foundation. I think they raised about $50,000 um, for the kids, which was great. And and you see these comments about Steve, like Steve Carfino pulling Curios a jerk for taking it too seriously and that kind of thing. It just, it just makes me laugh. Um, Everyone, everyone was out there. Everything was tongue in cheek, and um, people just wanted to enjoy themselves, which I think they did. And our SEN co-host uh, on your side of the Tasman, Jimmy Smith, was on the <laughs> opposing side. We understand, um, and he backs himself um, as quite a player on the court. Uh, he tries to, yeah. <laughs> um, no, he was he was great. He he was a good sport. Um, he definitely knows his place on the basketball court now. Um, and when I think we managed to put him in it, we absolutely pumped him. Um, but uh, but being being such a good sport, he uh, he thoroughly enjoyed the occasion and lapped up the limelight. I can tell you that. <laughs> hey Joe, before we uh, before we let we can't we can't leave you without getting a prediction uh, on the Australian NBL. Gut feeling: Melbourne, Sydney playoffs. Um, gut feeling is Melbourne Illawarra playoffs. Actually, um, there's, there's something about uh, it. Might be Brian Gorgian just getting his teams out of these situations and and uh, coming good when it really matters. But either way, it's going to be super exciting. But I think one of the New South Wales teams will will win it. Whoever advances from the semi final series. Cool. Okay, Joe. Thanks for that uh, insight uh, on uh, those leagues, etc. 
Uh, look, uh, look forward to talking to you again at some point in the future. It's been fun. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. Enjoy the day. Yeah, good. Same to you. Uh, Joe Healy there from The Basketball Show, co-host with Shane the Hammer Heel. So uh, interesting to have her uh, input there on what she thinks. Uh, I was thinking of Sydney Melbourne final. Uh, Joe thinking Illawarra Melbourne final. So that will be uh, interesting. That unfolds tonight. And it is uh, Sydney against Illawarra tonight to look forward to in the ANBL. It is uh, 10.19 and uh, we've got a panel to look forward to very shortly. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.